Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands Throwing Fist Podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 4. Here we are, babe. Here we are. In case you've forgotten, we're the podcast for MMA casuals. Sure. You know what we didn't do when we set our new potential tagline (laughs) that we're just testing the waters with? Yeah. We didn't explain what a casual is. I was thinking the same thing after the last episode. Even though, is that term used in other sports? I don't think so. Uh, nah, MMA casual is a very unique and specific thing. Yeah, would you like to explain it? Sure. MMA casual is what uh, MMA diehard junkies who are losers and just watch fights all the time and think that they're better than everyone else because they know more about fighting than other people call people who casually like MMA in a derogatory way. But we're trying to change those uh, terms these days, babe, because MMA casual should not be a term of shit talking. It should be a term of endearment. We yeah. should welcome people into our sport sport with open arms. Yes, it need not be derogatory. And actually, um, Jose Youngs and Casey Lydon, I believe it was them two, were having a conversation like, what does that even mean to be an MMA hardcore, which would be the opposite of an, of an MMA casual? Sure. Like, I don't think I'm an MMA hardcore. However, I have a podcast yeah. about MMA. And you're a degenerate MMA fan. Like, okay, fine. Maybe you don't remember watching Pride live, right? Because um, I don't remember last week's fight. Yeah, but, you, but you've woken up at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, well, I mean, you've been up, but turned on the TV at 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning to watch fights for okay, eight but, hours so in a row. Now, is that our criteria? I can turn on a TV? No, everyone's welcome, babe. Everyone's welcome. That's it. That's why I, I think I really do like this new tagline for right. holding hands and throwing fists. So what's up, you dirty casuals? <laughs> You're our dirty casuals. <laughs> babe, tell them what happened last week. Okay, so last week, you may recall, we weren't necessarily looking forward to anything in particular, but it was a weekend of fights. So last Friday was Bellator. Tim Johnson lost. Liz Carmouche had an incredible knockout 38 seconds into the first round. God bless. So this is the fight you should go back and watch for sure. Again, that was Liz Carmouche. Incredible and awesome for her career. Uh, Miles Jury lost. PFL was also last Friday. Why Friday? You want to be the Thursday fights and now you're Friday? I don't know. I am with you, not against you, ho. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you go out for Friday happy hour instead of Thursday. Yeah, I I did like it as a Thursday night thing. Is Thursday happy hour still a thing? Remember it used to be like a thing? Thirsty Thursday? Yeah. Is it still a thing? I don't know that it's as big a thing. Hit us up in the comments. (laughs) Right. All you old motherfuckers <laughs> listening to us. Um, so Kayla Harrison won, like no surprise there. Featherweight Lance Palmer lost, so he doesn't qualify for the playoffs, and he's the champ. Boo. Lightweight Anthony Pettis lost, and he Double doesn't qualify boo. for the playoffs either. My man was on a Wheaties box. However, I always forget that. I like didn't know Champ Pettis. Yeah, yeah. Um. So... 
that fight with Anthony Pettis went to a kind of controversial decision. So that's the other fight we think you should all check out because even though you're casuals, I bet you know who won that fight. (laughs) So watch Pettis versus Manfio to see who you think won. Billy Dean was quite sad about Pettis losing again. And Billy Dean looks just like Pettis. So I can understand like Mm -hmm. the internal turmoil. Um, the playoffs for PFL start in August. Woo! Dude, I feel like a ding dong. Um, I oh thought no. it was time to get serious about going to AC in August for the playoffs. It was going to be three weeks in a row. We had time to like pick. We started talking about it um, with Billy Alexander. With Billy Alexander at Patrizia's. They're in freaking Florida. Of course. AC for the regular season, Florida for... I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That is not like... It's it's not what they've done. I mean, everything is different this year because it's like they had the year off last year because of COVID. But I'm like a little upset. You're tearing up. I'm a little upset. Uh, Let's go to Florida. I guess we could go to Florida, but... There was going to be something Speaking special about which, going to AC. I'm going to take a quick aside to say that there's this boxer, this Greek-Australian guy named George Kambosos. I don't know if we talked about him before in the podcast, but he's so. a boxer, and he was fighting for the championship against Teofimo Lopez, a Spanish guy from Brooklyn, right, who took the title from Vasily Lomachenko. Anyway, they were supposed to fight in Miami like last week, and I was trying to buy tickets the day before, and I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to fly right. down to Miami for one day to watch this fight with my brother, and Teofimo Lopez. Lopez tested positive for COVID the day before the fight or whatever. So George Cambosos, shout out to you, bro. And uh, I'm just ready to go to Florida for any fights. So I know we mad jelly. Let's go. mama. All right. So excuse me. UFC was also last Saturday. Uh, Cyril Gain won. I missed all the fights, but I, I w- came inside from my uh, godson's birthday party to watch the main event which was pretty dope. Oh, yeah, you did. I did. I I, I snuck in. I figured out how to work the TV, but I didn't know how to lower the volume, so it was so loud. (laughs) And Serial Gain won. Uh, It was just announced that he'll be fighting Derek Lewis next for the interim heavyweight title in August. Hold up. Wait a minute. What is going on here? I am so confused. I heard about this. I was going to do my own research, and I said, no, George will explain this to me. Francis just fucking won the belt in March. Why is this fight labeled interim? And that was just a few months ago. They're already mad that he's not fighting in August. Explain this to me, please. Okay, so it's just the normal nonsense that Dana White is involved with. Uh, He just, I saw a tweet that perfectly summed it up. Dana White knows how to shit on his champions more than anyone else. That's amazing. He's done this to John Jones in the past. He's done this to a bunch of other champions, and it's just weird. So I think it has to do, there's some sort of behind the scenes stuff that we don't know because him and John Jones have been going back and forth about their potential super fight at heavyweight championship. And Francis, basically the official tagline is that, or whatever, um, headline is that Francis won't be ready to fight in August. Right. But because he's, that's when he has planned to travel to Cameroon. Yeah. Like you want to tout that you have African champions and this is really exciting, but 
now we have a problem i'm so like disgusting well yeah he he was uh francis was disgusted uh derek lewis i think just like posted up (laughs) like a weird uh, weird it's just it's all people are calling they're already disgusted with us yeah (laughs) you don't hear your phone no is it ringing yeah i have headphones on that's why we're always confused because you never want to wear headphones and i have to wear the headphones yeah but now i alert us to the outside world headphones headphones (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, keep going. All right, uh, Tim the Dirty Bird means won a decision. Andre Touchy Feely beat the shit out of his opponent, but then got a no contest because he poked him in the eyes. And shout out to Euro Bash, yo, the best podcast ever. R.I.P. But it's gone now. <laughs> Former Euro Bash uh, alums Nicholas Dalby and Jai Herbert both lost. So bummer, but keeping bummer. that Euro Bash alive. We got to move on to <laughs> this week. What's We're happening? Actually not going to tell you what's (laughs) going to happen this week in fights. Instead, we're going to tell you what to do this week. So, friends, please like, subscribe, rate, comment, holding hands, and throwing fists on the podcast app you listen to us through. Please. We used to say this or George used to say this as a joke because we don't take anything seriously but we take everything so seriously but no 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 good looks to Billy Alexander for suggesting this he's already left us a comment on the apples uh, the apples (laughs) (laughs) the apple app and most of the ratings I think are from me however now that I think about it I also think Jennifer and Paul like gave us five stars once or twice too Anyway, uh, rate and comment on our podcast, and then we can start making some real money. Let's go. Now that we told you what you're doing, we'll know. I know how many stars are there. 15 or 16 comments or people have rated us. So if I don't see that number go up in the next few weeks, I'm going to be mad. Throwing fists. We want to tell you what we're doing this week. We're going on vacation. We oh, yeah. truly hate to break your casual Oh, hearts, yeah. But that means there won't be a new episode for two weeks. So we planned our top three accordingly. We got you. You can still stay on the up and up for fights for the upcoming weekends. I don't really like posting on my personal Instagram. I don't really like posting on the Holding Hands Like This Instagram either. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> You're like always posting. But I think uh, we're going to have to take the advice of our Queens correspondent, Andreas, and I think I'm just going to spam everybody with pictures and videos of Greece on the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists Instagram just on nonstop. Holding hands. Yeah, because I don't want to put it on mine. <laughs> All right. All right. Want to talk about top three of the weeks? Would love to. Bye. All right, so there's no for- fights on 4th of July weekend. So here's what you need to know about the 10th and the 17th because there's right. fights right after. Love it. Top three fights you should watch in the next three weekends. You knew we wouldn't leave you hanging as we're soaking up that sun and eating mad feta. So... Number one that you need to know about the top three upcoming fights is UFC 264. The catch with our number one is that there's a paywall. UFC 264 is a pay-per-view. So while we understand that you may not pay for it, you still need the information about it. And we encourage you, as always, the week leading up to it, 
So starting next, starting Monday. Yeah. Start watching the embeddeds that are on YouTube for free. Mm-hmm. They're worth it. They're probably more worth it than the card because uh, there's some like nice little characters on the pay-per-view. Yeah, there's a lot. It should be exciting. First and foremost, it's the Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor third fight. The trilogy, trilogy will come to a close. Resolution. Everybody loves resolution. resolution. mundo. So quick recap. In 2014, both Poirier and McGregor were babies. Connor was 26 and Dustin was 25. Honestly, I thought Dustin was younger. Yeah, 11. (laughs) He just looked younger and he definitely acted younger. So Dustin grew up a lot Mm -hmm. um, since then. Anyway, we've told you this before, but at that time, Connor was on his come up and legit was always spitting fire. Like lately where he says like some witty things but now he like kind of crosses the line or isn't as clever then he was just like gold 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 coming out of his mouth anyway um as connor's shit talking at connor's shit talking prime he got into dustin's head leading to an easy round one knockout for connor it's the momentum thing. He had so much momentum and he was still building. He was still building, building, right. building up to building up all his wealth. And now it's all gone. I mean, it's the all fucking gone, gone dude. The, yeah. I mean, he's traded all the excitement for wealth. And I mean, that's what the that's what the point of prize fighting is. Right. Right. We all remember Dustin versus Connor, too, because it only happened in January while their first match happened in 2014. So briefly we'll remind you calf kicks did connor in it was sort of an anticlimactic knockout it was more on connor than dustin it felt like like it didn't feel like dustin really knocked him out it felt more like connor got knocked out does that I, make sense? I think that's I think that's how you remember how you feel. But we should we should rewatch that fight because we haven't rewatched it in, in in a minute. Um, well, for sure, the calf kicks were like. Yeah, there was times the most meaningful part of that fight. There was times that Connor rocked Dustin, you know, but Dustin did. D- Dustin was Dustin's just a be- better mixed martial artist at and this point. I Dustin think. is is. Well, at least up to his uh, title fight with Habib, was still on the come up, mm-hmm. like for ten more years than Connor. Yeah, you know, and so fighting all the time that, and super that regularly makes a difference. So the third and tie-breaking fight in this trilogy is set to take place on July tenth. Just because obviously it hasn't happened yet, I thought we could hear some picks. Do it, GSP picks Connor to win. Wow. I thought that was interesting. Wow. His coach, Faraz Zahabi, who George is obsessed with, says it's 50-50, but he believes Poirier will be successful with leg kicks again. Habib says if Dustin makes it out of the first round, he'll definitely win. Um, the official odds are close, but Connor is the slight favorite. And as is often the holding hands and throwing fist motto, we just want both guys to look good and have fun. Goddamn right. Uh, I really don't know what's going to happen, but I think I do know what's going to happen. I think Dustin's going to beat the fuck out of Connor. No, yeah, man. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But I, I, I don't make this. Uh, I don't make decisions <laughs> <laughs> or predictions. 
or sense. Um, speaking of not making sense, I'm making this top three even, I'm expanding it. So I'm doing it into three categories. So we're still on the paywall category of UFC 264. So this fight, Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Thompson, if you're going to want to watch it, you're going to have to pay for it. It's the fight right before Connor and Dustin, but it's worth it. I am so excited for this. Basically- Are you? I am. I am. Wow. Because Leon Edwards is not getting a title shot, period. This is one of those things like Dana doing an interim title fight less than six months after someone uh, Wait, won the heavyweight title. It's title not an interim okay. title fight, but it's the same thing because Leon Edwards should be getting a title fight against Kamar Usman, right? Guess what? Never going to happen just because they just don't want it I'm to happen. I'm not giving up. So I'm not giving up on you, Leon. <laughs> this is Booty Boy Thompson's chance to get the Kamar Usman title fight. Oh, but I would love if he got it. Okay, sorry. Booty Boy, you've been training your whole life for this. But on the flip side... <laughs> What is Gilbert Burns going to bring to the table after getting knocked the fuck out by Usman? Very excited. I think it's going to be a uh, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a good one. I think it's a sleeper. I think people are overlooking it a little bit. I definitely was. I am now excited because of what could happen if Stephen Thompson wins. Mm-hmm. I think he deserves it. Thank you. All right. Get excited. Number two in our categories for top three are the free fights so on UFC 264. Yeah, these are on ESPN. These are on like big ESPN. So like unless you're a dirty cord cutter and you don't even have access to that on Hulu or whatever. I don't they even do. know. They do. They do. Who knows? You got it. Watch it. Watch it. All right. Uh, Ryan Hall, who I'm a big fan of Ryan Hall, if, you, uh, if you've heard me talk about him. Uh, he's fighting Aaliyah T- uh, Toporia. Great name. Wait, I just need to say, you feel like I've said it before, but every time you talk about Ryan Hall, I, t- I think I told you once, but it's always a, a something's going on mentally in my head trying to put the picture of the person, uh-huh. and I always confuse Ryan Hall and Uriah Hall. Uh, you okay. guys need to Listeners, Google both yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they are both good, nice guys. They're both so good, nice guys. Also, great and, and mixed who are never others. in the news for negative nope, shit or nope. like they're not shit talkers. So like personality And they wise, look really similar. And so, name yeah. So Ryan Hall and Uriah Hall. Google them both. Alright, no, that's that's gonna be my post for this week. I'm gonna put both of them. Okay, so I like Ryan Hall because he's a jujitsu master and he's awesome at leg locks and he does leg locks in MMA, which is rare. So you know I'm a big fan. Ryan Hall is also a big time nerd and he's had a really heartbreaking time getting a uh, getting a fight. I won't bore you with all the back and forth about what happened, but it's been crazy. I'm just happy to see him fight. Uh, I bought the book Ender's Game, which I'm bringing to Greece to read because he loves uh, it so much. He loves Ender's Game and Dune. Those are his two favorite books. Uh, but I'm not trying to read Dune on vacation and spend my whole entire vacation trying to get through it. So uh, it just seems like too much. But Ryan Hall, shouts out. Babe, did you ever read Ender's Game? I don't think so. I saw that you bought it. Mm. And now I don't see it on your bookcase over there. It's on top of tool tools over there. Oh, okay. Uh, Melissa, did you read Ender's Game? Let us know. Anyone. Anyone at Anyone? all? Anyone? Anyone? Uh, also part of the top two because it's a free fight before the pay-per-view 264 is Nico Price versus Mikel Pereira yeah, or Michelle sure. Michelle I think Michelle Pereira this fight has excitement written all over it these are both guys who are willing to do 
stupid shit just to entertain people and they like want to be known for their crazy antics. So Nico Price is the ultimate likable dumb brawler while Michelle is a weird ass version of our friend Andreas if he decided to do Caprera with Katia. (laughs) For 10 years. That is so true. (laughs) I don't know if Andreas should like that or be offended by that. I think you should like it. You should like it. So you might remember Nico Price had that weird draw with Cowboy somewhat recently. Yeah. And he was fucking super stoked with the draw. And Cowboy was not. And it was just so funny. Uh, Price also had a memorable knockout of James Vick when he upkicked him from the ground and knocked that mofo out. Guys, if you're at home, I mean, if you're in public and you want to do this, go do it too. <laughs> but if you're at home, do this exercise, right? Get up, stand up. Now, Come on, throw your hands. <laughs> if you got the feeling, jump across the ceiling. And then lie down on the ground. Right? Okay, step one. Step one. Now, using your core strength. Wait, oh, can they have a loved one in front of them? Uh, well, it's really dangerous. So if you if you do want to have a loved one in front oh, of you, be careful. Oh, it's a good trust exercise. It, uh, I don't know. <laughs> because you could just lose it. So I'm, I'm doing it now. I'm lying down on the ground. I have my shins kind of elevated, right? Yeah, like and, n- almost 90 degree angle. Yeah, and I'm looking up, right? So I'm imagining an opponent or a loved one standing over me. Now using my core strength, I lift my butt and I throw my heel up in the air using the ground to generate force to hit someone in the fucking face with my heel. I think like, was it under the chin or his face? I think it was straight on his chin. Oof. Do it. It's so powerful. It is so powerful, which makes sense why he knocked someone out like that. I would love to upkick a motherfucker. Um, And Michelle Pereira, um... Just to give you a little bit more info on him, a lot of MMA media have a problem with his antics. I, too, also kind of find them slightly annoying, but he won his last two fights, and we're talking about him, so he's doing something right. Yeah, fuck you, MMA journalism. Right. All right, last category of our top three are the free fights on ESPN Plus on July 17th. So that's like a bunch of weeks from now. Look, we got you covered. Covered, covered. The fight that you want to know about is Islam Makachev versus Tiago Moises. Islam Makachev is Khabib's best friend, and they call each other family. Uh, He's been on a tear, and if he wins this fight in spectacular fashion, he's going to get a big bump because everybody in the know already knows about him. Everybody knows. And um, he's just getting better. This is like an, just what? another test for him. What weight are they? Uh, I've I don't know. Are they, uh, pro- I think one seventy or one fifty five. Oh no, they're, they're they're lightweight. They should be lightweight. Yes, they are lightweight. You are correct. One fifty five. So who's that? Uh, champ. Well, it was Khabib, and Charles Oliveira. That's what I was going to say, but then he's 145. Volkanovski. Oh, yeah. Well, I he's, think he's littler. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> right, he's right, not. right, Well, Volkanovski's a 145-pound champion, but what was the big deal with him? He used to be 225 pounds? <laughs> yeah. Or something like that, 215 yeah, pounds? which I don't even understand. It's freaking crazy. All right, what's another fight they could potentially look out for on the 17th? All right, uh, this is a weird one, so I don't know what's going to happen. That's why we're just going to shout it out. Marion Renault is fighting Misha Tate. Uh, so we're getting a strange, interesting fight over here. Marion Renault is 44 years old. She's a 44-year-old 
woman fighter who has lost four in a row so i don't really know what she's still doing hanging around but she she's been around for a while and she's fighting misha tate who's a former champion that retired five years ago after a series of losses so i don't know this is either going to be the saddest or the most awesome fight because they are awesome fighters and they've been around for a while and i think that they could really put on a really exciting fight um but it brings me to ask the question babe is misha tate hot or not that is such a good question. I would like take your guidance before I would take my own. I think she has really good hair. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think her body is incredible, mm-hmm. but that's like every fighter. <laughs> and her personality is stellar. I have to, I think I've told you this. Looking at her, I like was like, ugh. And then I listened to her on some podcast. I yeah. forget which one. I'm like, oh, I actually really like her. Now I feel badly for just like hearing her name and like scoffing for years of doing <laughs> this. And now I won't scoff anymore and I will defend her. I do want her to win. I think that's super cool that she's like coming back yeah. and is like owning the mom shit, but also owning like I'm a fucking fighter too. Mm-hmm. So good luck, Misha Tate. Cool. All right, babe. We're on vacation. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Later, motherfuckers. This episode is brought to you by Luca. Happy second birthday. Love you. 